Welcome to The End Game, a podcast about the positive aspects of aging with grace, with joy, and with purpose. I'm your host, Don Auction. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get on with today's show. I'm pleased to have as my guest today, Sharon Rolfe, also known as the Queen of Courage. Sharon is a behavioral scientist, an essence and retirement coach, and the author of Fresh Courage in Retirement, Finding Purpose, Essence, and Fulfillment. She had a 50-plus year career with a number of companies and retired from Boeing in 2016. Since then, she has started a coaching practice she calls Effortless Vitality, launched a podcast called Fresh Courage, and she leads workshops at senior centers on what do I want to do in retirement. Sharon, welcome to The End Game. Well, thank you, Don. I'm glad to be here. Can you explain Essence Coaching? Is that a trademark of some kind or a, or a franchise or, or your own? Well, <clears throat> it was the first tool they gave us uh, in coaching school to understand ourselves. Because, um, you know, we often live lives based on external forces. And Essence helps us to live life based on internal forces, how we know ourselves to be on the inside. So it was a tool that was uh, the first tool they put in my in my toolbox. Um, it's actually helping people to have a deep um, self-discovery experience and um, learn what they were, you know, people talk about having natural gifts. Well, there's natural things that are put inside of you that, um, help you be your best and so uh, I want I'm helping people learn how to live from their um, original equipment manufact from the manufacturer OEM as Boeing says <laughs> when I first um, I don't know for some reason as a behavioral scientist I just glommed onto that and uh, and yet you know I started bouncing off the walls here um, three, four months into my retirement, and my retirement and, and coaching school happened about the same time. So I had made a wall hanging that I put in my uh, corner office here of my essence, and there were days I'd read them one or two times. I know one day I read it three times, and I started realizing when I lived from my essence, every day felt right. Um, it felt productive, you know. Yeah, my 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 question that had occurred is, how do I know if I'm productive? And when I realized that living from my core, from my essence, every day felt meaningful, fulfilled, the right right for every day. So I want that for everybody, especially boomers who. Um, are looking for a, a new purpose in retirement. You know, sometimes when we don't have our calling card and our teams to work with, where who are we? Well, I learned who I was with my essence statement, and it's powerful. And I think it—I call it heaven on earth joy. <laughs> wow. Now, how do you help somebody find their essence? Well, it really, there's several elements, and, and the elements I use are often 
uh, also used with <clears throat> finding your purpose. So, you know, can you make a list of 20 things that um, support you in your quality of life? Kind of known as your personality traits, perhaps. Uh, we cover things like um, values. How many of us have ever done a values clarification process? That's powerful because when you're not aligned with your values, um, you might get really frustrated. So uh, let's see, another thing might be hot buttons. That might give a, a clue as to um, maybe you're here to solve a hot button, you know, make a difference with that. So, Are you primarily working with women or, and, and if, if so, what ages do you tend to work with? I am focused on women uh, boomers because uh, one, well, okay, let me, let me uh, be transparent here. <clears throat> I'm single and never married. And retirement for me without any kids and single is yeah, bouncing off the wall a little bit. How do I know that um, I'm using my time valuably? There is so much untapped potential with all this free time that retirees have that I want to engage that in something that's powerful and meaningful and adds to your quality of life, even in senior communities and senior living places. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, actually working on a, a producing a purpose movement series at assisted living places and I'm starting here locally I have a couple appointments uh, in August to do that and um, I'm hoping it becomes a, a movement it nationally because um, there is so much it's like three trillion hours over the next 20 years of boomer free time that could be engaged in doing good in our communities and helping the quality of life for uh, millions of people. That's great. Uh, can we talk a little bit about when clients come to you, what sort of issues do they present? What are they trying to solve? Well, yeah, um, I think a lot of, well, let me mention that my dad, when, after my mom died, he, he kind of got um, isolated, like we've been isolated here lately, and then uh, depressed, and uh, sometimes there's actually, done an increase in retirement, in retirees, of having increased uh, suicide and depression and um, alcoholism. And nobody is talking about that. So when you are bored in retirement, okay, a, a, a myth that went around Boeing was um, you're dead within three years after you retire. Oh, that jabbed me in the heart. Ooh, that's wrong. And yeah, if you become a couch potato, it may take three years to die. The average retiree is spending 47 plus hours in front of the TV a week. That might be a sign that there's a problem. But well, let me let me stick with this a little bit. So what 
what are people saying I have a I have a problem I need you to help me with what sort of problems are they saying they have well like one lady said she she wanted to make sure she was using her time in a valuable way uh, when I've uh, done avatar interviews um, I ask people uh, what is holding you back and things like um, being distracted wasting time um, uh, no purpose and 30 more than 30 percent of the retirees struggle with having a purpose and um, the and sometimes it's even having too many things to do you know when there's grandkids that are pulling on your shoulder and say come to my game or come to my graduation or can I go to a vacation with you and all that kind of stuff um, that's might be distractions if you would rather be doing something else when you have purpose done it adds longevity to your life it decreases your health care costs and it adds meaning a reason to get out of bed in the morning and to um, so I I help people find a place to fit in to matter and to make a difference and we all need that in um, every area of at any age of life but especially focus on the boomers I recently read um, what retirees want by uh, Ken Dykewell and he uh, has several ideas mentioned about um, where industry could be serving boomers better but also where there is um, solutions needed for helping boomers be engaged let me give you an example of one that happened on one of my podcasts um, I, I interviewed a guy from uh, Habitat Hub for Humanity and there is a department called Care of Vanners and what you do Don is bring your motorhome or fifth wheel to a building site and for I think it's like six weeks you help somebody build their house through the Habitat for Humanity process and um, so you're meeting people you're doing some good you're creating memories and um, then you take your your care of van your van you know to the next stop if you want and so it becomes both an engaging and um, purposeful uh, use of your time and you're probably meeting some great people and having a great uh, learning experience in the process it sounds like you're you're building a tribe of people like you who who care about those kind of things and you see them on each site it sounds like a great idea you call your book fresh courage in retirement um, why courage why why do retirees need courage everybody needs courage Don actually <laughs> it takes well my uncle uh, before he passed away says uh, getting old isn't for sissies <laughs> There are so many transitions in retirement, uh, you know, about your physical health and what you can and cannot do. And um, you just got to be so uh, courageous to face it and learn it and work through it instead of just 
succumbing to your limitations and um, fresh courage uh, that was I, I looked around for a month or two trying to find somebody on my podcast to talk about courage and I was shocked that um, I had to ask so many people for who can I use as a guest fresh courage in retirement one of the keys might be how could you become curious like a three-year-old again you know three-year-olds if they want to open a cupboard or door nothing's gonna stop them and um being being a learner again is a powerful way to be both courageous and um, i like to explore the possibilities is another way to to think about that i'm quite a possibility thinker and the um there's so many ways um courage you need courage to be your unique person with your unique skills we're getting better don i think about um, diversity and ex- and accepting embracing all kinds of people they may have a limp or they may have a twitch but they might be fabulous at something we never even thought to ask them about um, here in West Seattle there's a retirement well senior living place um, they purposely built uh, a uh, daycare center next door or integrated it into the senior living place there's actually a documentary made on it and i interviewed the person and i asked her what did you learn as a part of creating this documentary and she said you know both the really old and the really young are only present today is what they focus on so their day is in the presence so um, they sing together they sing together they play together they um, solve problems together you know like puzzles or games or whatever you know i want purpose to be a new concept in senior living senior communities you know playing golf 24 7 may not be all that meaningful to you so let me come back to this courage thing again um what is it that people are afraid of do you think why do they why do they need to apply courage what's what's holding them back well people kind of you know when they don't have their business cards they they lose their identity you know who am i without a team and a task and a title um especially people who have been quite productive or I, I I drove Lyft for a year and I had a pilot who said, yeah, he knew pilots that were afraid to retire too. Or people, Don, who have been so involved in their career, um, it's been a competitive career or a, a uh, out of town a lot. I think the problem with those, and, and sometimes I put first responders in that group, is that there's, they're lacking a support system at home people that they um, uh, grow and, and uh, learn from uh, in support groups, even book clubs or, or um, you know, Toastmasters might be one. Um, but 
the the community around them has been lacking because they didn't have the time for that or the energy perhaps so i have a heart especially for those and like i mentioned the single people who don't have a lot of distractions with kids um or there's now a term actually called solo agers for those who are retired now without kids so um uh, let's see your question though. I'm I'm not sure I answered your question exactly. It's it's what what's holding them back. What's holding them back? Um, so, so yeah yeah. So how this courage thing kind of started? I um, after having interviewed uh, Dr. Bob and um, getting some of his tips. Shortly about thereafter, I got invited to be a speaker for a. A Brazilian class of people that were 40 50 years old so they weren't in retirement age but I thought well I'll talk to them anyway because they again were practicing their English and so I talked to them as if they were how could you bring your parents along and uh, help them make healthy decisions about retirement mentally healthy decisions so they asked me back and I thought okay well um, using what Dr. Bob told me, you know, shared with us, I, I decided to bring a presentation on courage to be, you know, being, um, uh, it could be a mom or dad or a nurse or, you know, firefighter or something, but um, be um, your humorous self or be your... Um, in college, you might have been a debater, and you bring all that you are, basically. Then I said, um, courage to do, <clears throat> do, <laughs> like in retirement, one of the easiest ways to um, do in retirement is simply transition what you did for a paycheck now into charity and find somebody who needs what you need, what you can provide um, for free. In, in volunteering like if you need something delivered uh, 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 like a pilot uh, you might find some somebody someplace that needs people or supplies delivered if you're an accountant you might help somebody that uh, needs a, a bean counter or organizing their finances so let see and then the third one was um, be do and have so have um, people that you've impacted or mentored or have a big dream but i use all kinds of approaches to courage um you know courage takes a certain amount of risk it takes kind of a a backbone and say yeah i'm i'm worth it or i i can do that i can rise to the occasion um you know sometimes we get stuck with this oh don't get a big head you know <laughs> and um, that is such a um, lame excuse of being all that you can be without the ego just being I, I found as I've been talking about this Don that courage there is a, a spiritual element to courage that we don't often think of but to have the backbone to take a risk and do something new um, takes a certain amount of faith in yourself faith that it's worth it uh, faith that you can make a difference uh, interesting one of the things that you have mentioned uh, t 
today and we and you talk a lot about is having a purpose and i have to admit i've met a number of people our age who seem quite content to have no purpose or at least that's what they say um, they seem quite content to run around after their grandkids and that's ha that's fine with them so what do you say to people who don't seem to think that purpose is key to, to going on? Well, there is a meaning um, and a satisfaction, maybe even a contentment. Yes, you can be mentoring and passing on your family stories to your kids and grandkids. That's not to be made light of at all. But if they're a thousand miles away from you, um, your ability to do that on a daily, weekly basis might be limited. <laughs> so um, I've often over the years, I have a chair sitting right here and I've often thought and, and tried to express to people if the best you can do for 24 hours a day is sit in that chair you are no more or no less loved or capable is is kind of how I see it. You might have limitations, yes. You can't get up and do, be active perhaps. So it doesn't matter that you have a walker or a cane or anything. Um, you can still write letters. You can listen to people. How many people need listening to? Um, you can be a knitter. Um, there's all kinds of things you can do sitting in a chair if that's the best you have. So I've always had a hot button down for potential. And, um, and to me, even sitting in a chair has potential. That there is a capacity of hearing, seeing, uh, feeling, um, empathizing with. We often think of our limitations instead of what we can do. You know, let's, let's use that potential because I think that's one of the reasons we're here and still kicking. And I, in my essence, to me, like I say, I think using your essence is going to help you find a joy that you never knew because now you can rise and say, yeah, I did make a difference in somebody's life. Speaking of rising, um, I wanted to ask you about resiliency, uh, getting back up after you get knocked down. And uh, you talk about that in your work as well. What, what role does that play in, in, in this age? Well, I was shocked when I, I got transferred with my job down to Tampa, Florida from Seattle. And in my goodbye party, my best friend told me she had never met anyone so resilient. I, I was so surprised that she saw me that way. And maybe, maybe one of the things um, that, uh, and it does have to do with courage. Once I got to Tampa, I, I remember stomping my foot and, and um, several times <clears throat> and say, I refuse to live my life based on fear was one of them. And then I was using the verses in Joshua 1, um, I think it's verse 6 to 9 or 10. In the first two chapters, he mentions, do not fear, be courageous, be of great courage, be of good courage. And um, 
and that just because I, I, I only knew maybe four or five people when I moved to Tampa and um, my goodbye party said um, give yourself at least uh, four to six months to to get settled and get to know you know give yourself a chance and I thought oh I don't have a problem with that but you know about three months into it is like it was getting kind of sad and uh, a little bit despondent and so I needed to have courage to um, and not live with fear like Joshua 1 was talks about and um, I guess it's a determination um, I've always had a positive attitude and I've always been a lifelong learner that probably helps a lot but I also like to live from my authenticity and um, you know the Sharon I know <laughs> doesn't let things stop her um, yeah that may not be true for everybody but I'm here to inspire and um, empower people along the way and I'd love to be a resource for them and fresh courage in retirement it actually is wrapped around like seven or eight major things that people typically want in life uh, to save time to save money to have fame to um, have a legacy so uh, and I put a lot of research into it that and ideas of how to think outside that box and help you explore what grabs your attention what what can uh, open up the possibilities for you and um, I'm um, I'm geared up to be a resource for millions of boomers around the world to help make a difference in this world wonderful Sharon thank you so much for being our guest and for sharing your insights thanks for having me Don this has been powerful and you can learn more about Sharon's coaching program at her website, effortlessvitality.org. Yes, SharonRolf.com is my new website. Yeah. And uh, Queen of Courage on Instagram if you go that route. So, cool. And those sites as well. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You can also subscribe to our free weekly newsletter, The Endgame, at theendgame.substack.com. I'm Don Auction, wishing you all the best in aging with grace, with joy, and with purpose. I hope you'll join us for future programs here at The Endgame.